Welcome to the Book of Acts devotional experience, where the main actor is the Holy Spirit. It's Thursday, October 21st, and this is Karin Irvitanera. I serve as Director of Care and Worship Planning at Elmhurst CRC. Today's reading is from Acts 19, 23-34. About that time, there arose a great disturbance about the way. A silversmith named Demetrius, who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought in a lot of business for the craftsmen there. He called them together, along with the workers and related trades, and said, You know, my friends, that we receive a good income from this business, and you see and hear how this fellow Paul has convinced and led astray large numbers of people here in Ephesus and in practically the whole province of Asia. He says that gods made by human hands are no gods at all. There is danger not only that our trade will lose its good name, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be discredited, and that the goddess herself, who is worshipped throughout the province of Asia and the world, will be robbed of her divine majesty. When they heard this, they were furious and began shouting, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! Soon the whole city was in an uproar. The people seized Gaius and Aristarchus, Paul's traveling companions from Macedonia, and all of them rushed into the theater together. Paul wanted to appear before the crowd, but the disciples would not let him. Even some of the officials of the province, friends of Paul, sent him a message begging him not to venture into the theater. The assembly was in confusion. Some were shouting one thing, some another. Most of the people did not even know why they were there. The Jews in the crowd pushed Alexander to the front, and they shouted instructions to him. He motioned for silence in order to make a defense before the people. But when they realized he was a Jew, they all shouted in unison for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Now once again, Luke proves his literary skills. This scene unfolds like a movie before our eyes. We're at the edges of our seats waiting to see what will happen next. And if we're honest, we're probably also feeling judgy. Silly Ephesians, causing all this chaos by putting money and goddess worship above the way, the truth, and the life? How could they be so foolish? Well, they could because they're human. Of course, would-be mothers and fathers facing difficult or deadly childbirth in those days would be willing to put their trust in the mighty huntress Artemis, whom they considered the bringer of safe deliveries. And as someone who has had some harrowing birth stories, I definitely get this. Of course, they would worry about losing their livelihoods in the face of losing business. And of course, they would drown out a message they didn't want to hear with chants to the goddess they thought they knew. Frankly, we do the same things. We turn to the things of earth that we believe will bring us comfort or seeming security rather than turning to God. We put our ability to earn or keep money above just about everything else in life. And we certainly try to drown out messages, even ones that may be from the Holy Spirit, if they feel too scary or too disruptive to our lives. We do this because we suspect, as the Ephesians apparently also did, that following Jesus is disruptive. Following Jesus challenges our loyalties. It changes the way we do business and make money. And indeed, following Jesus means hearing and believing messages that shake us to the core. And yet, unlike the chaos that erupted in Ephesus, following Jesus brings peace. It brings true security and spiritual, emotional, eternal riches that are beyond anything the work of our hands could ever produce.